Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can subscribe for free at iTunes. You can also check them out at HeidiHarris.com and sign up for my free newsletter at HeidiHarris.com. And you can catch my live radio show weekdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., live from Las Vegas on 670 AM KMZQ. If you forget all that, just go to HeidiHarris.com. The information is up there. You know, I was thinking over the last week about whose side God is on politically. Maxine Waters in the last week or so was quoted as saying that God was on their side when she was advocating running anybody who's a Trump supporter out of a restaurant and mall, a gas station, whatever. I mean, you know what's amazing to me is here's a black woman advocating the kind of behavior that whites were guilty of at one time in our history and it's shocking that anybody would do that. But, you know, once again, people don't want equality. They want superiority. Everybody knows that, whether it's racial, whether it's women over men. Everybody wants superiority. Nobody wants equality. Both sides like to claim that God is on their side. Even Nancy Pelosi has advocated that priests and folks like that speak from the pulpits about immigration. Hmm. So if the priest is kind of left-leaning, then it's okay to speak from the pulpit. If it was a right-leaning pastor talking about the evils of Planned Parenthood, that probably wouldn't be acceptable to her, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. When it comes to immigration, nations do have the right to have borders. They do have the right to control who passes through them. That's biblical. I'm not going to get into scriptures and all that. If you get a chance, check out a blog post that I put up there at HeidiHarris.com about that, where I quote various chapters and verses on those issues. For example, in the case of poverty, the people on the right would argue that the Bible says if a man doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. People on the left would say, oh, we should have compassion toward the poor. Of course we should have compassion toward the poor. But is compassion handing somebody a check and not forcing them to work or at the very least instilling in them that work ethic that makes them feel better as a person? So it's a right and a left issue. But one thing I will say is Jesus never advocated the government take care of the poor. The things that Jesus advocated were based on Christianity and people following him. They weren't about following certain politicians. When Jesus was around, there were a lot of politicians who were evil. He had to deal with Pilate and Augustus Caesar and other really bad leaders. If you read the Old Testament, what do you see? Bad leader after bad leader. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, worse than his father. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, worse than his father. This is what went on. And yet God's plan continues. When the campaign was in full swing with Donald Trump, I gave some speeches, as I do all the time, and I remember hearing some people at various groups say, Donald Trump's going to save us. No, he's not, I told them, and of course they didn't like that very much. No politician can save us, and you ought to be grateful for that. The Bible's real clear on that. Politicians aren't in the position of saving us. That's the job of God. That's the job of Jesus. It's not the job of a politician. Why? Because politicians are, wait for it, they're people. They're flawed. Some have integrity. Some don't. Some are incompetent. And a lot of them are just incompetent. And some of them are flat out evil. They know exactly what they're doing. And they have evil purposes. They're all power hungry. I've never met a politician yet who wasn't power hungry. The minute they get into office, whatever office it is, the only thing they care about is staying in that office. So I think everybody knows that, right? You cannot put your trust in princes, not Donald Trump, not Obama, not anybody. You can't put your trust in a Supreme Court justice. Look at John Roberts. Everybody was all excited that Justice Roberts got the pick. He's the one who screwed us with Obamacare. 
He could have gotten rid of it, but yet he kept it. So you can't put your trust in these people. You have to put your trust ultimately in God. So when you ask yourself, whose side is God ultimately on? He's on his side. And his side of the aisle means you live your life as unto the Lord if you are a person of faith, regardless of who's in office. You can never make excuses. Jesus didn't say, okay, I want you to follow me, but oh, darn it. So-and-so's in office. I guess we'll have to wait till that person's not in office anymore. No, that's not the way it works. And so it's nice to claim that you think God has your back on whatever issue it is, and there are all kinds of ways that people will misinterpret the Bible, take a passage out of context and all of that. But bottom line, you have to live your life as unto the Lord, regardless of who's in office. Don't put your trust in them because they will all let you down. I know there are a lot of people who love, love, love Donald Trump. Anything he does is fantastic as far as they're concerned. And if he does anything wrong, they just blame the mainstream press for giving him a hard time. He's as flawed as anybody else. But he's made some great decisions for the nation, obviously. And hopefully his decisions will have impact long term. Like President Obama's bad decisions had some impact long term. That's the way it works. God puts people in office. Human beings don't. Now, you should stay involved. You should stay informed. You should vote for the best possible people. Of course you should. But ultimately, you have to relax and give it to God and know that he's in charge. Because if you freak out because a politician's in office, I've seen people doing that, especially during Donald Trump. I know some people during Obama who are pretty upset. I actually worked with a guy who came on air the day after Obama was elected and said, oh, this means war for the next four years. Really? Really, that's what you're going to spend your time doing? Once again, read your Bible. You are never commanded to get wrapped up in who the president is, who the ruler is, who the king is, who the bishop is, who the whatever. You are never commanded to do that. Yes, you have to pay attention. Yes, you're supposed to obey the laws regardless of whether or not you like the ruler. But the bottom line is you have to give it to God. So when people say God's on our side about various issues, sometimes scripture backs you up. Sometimes it doesn't. But ultimately, God's always got your back, and that is what's truly important. And remember that sometimes God puts rulers in place to punish a nation because a nation has been so out of line. I mean, our nation has been turning away from God for so long. It's amazing that we've even had a chance to try to turn things around. Now, is Donald Trump any spiritual giant? Of course he's not. Of course he's not, but that doesn't mean that a person can't be used by God, even if they're not a spiritual giant, to protect religious freedom, which is what Donald Trump has done. I don't know that the guy's ever cracked a Bible. I really don't, and it's not my business. That's between Donald Trump and God. But what matters to me is that a person like Donald Trump is actually protecting my religious rights. He's got respect for the patriotism of the country, or at least publicly he does. He's got respect for our religious rights, which is great, and that's what's important. Because ultimately, we're all certainly counting on a little bit of that from our public officials to be able to have the spiritual freedom. I often wonder, and I know there's been talk in California about Bibles becoming illegal with some legislation that's currently being considered. I often wonder if Christianity became illegal, if it might flourish even better, honestly. Because if people were forced to have to go into homes to be able to pray and worship, maybe they'd appreciate it more. Now you got a lot of people who go to churches, well, fewer people go to churches than they used to, but people will go to churches, they have a band, they have a play, they have all this junk, they're not taught anything, they barely crack a Bible in a lot of churches, and yet people feel good about themselves. That's not what it's about. 
If you open the Bible, it's not about feeling good about yourself. It's about how can I make myself more like God? And all of us fall short. Every one of us. I fall short more than almost anybody I know. Everybody does. And the Bible is all about how can I be more like God? How can I implement more of what God wants me to live in my life? That's what's important, and that is never hindered by anybody who's in office. Now, it may be illegal, depending on who's in office. It may be illegal, depending on what happens in this country in the next 10, 20, 30 years. But ultimately, you still have that right in your own home, or you still will have the right in your own soul to be able to worship God, pray to God, and try to be the best possible Christian you can be. And I would also argue that these folks who are evangelicals, and I count myself among them, but they're evangelicals who are never Trumpers. They are freaked out that anybody backs Donald Trump. They are upset that he's in office. They think it's the end of our nation. Well, where's your faith? Why aren't you reading your Bible where it says you don't put your trust in princes? And if you don't put your trust in Donald Trump, then you don't put your fear in Donald Trump. If somebody can't save you, they can't destroy you. President Obama didn't have the power to destroy America. Yes, he did some bad things. Yes, he made some bad decisions. But ultimately, even when he was president, I was saying this, he doesn't have the power. And it's not just because of our founders and our amazing system of government here, which obviously limits what people can do, good and bad. It's because God is ultimately in charge. And so these evangelicals who are freaked out about Donald Trump and spend every waking moment of their lives in the fetal position, I swear, I read the things that these guys write, that's all they think about, how to get rid of Donald Trump. Where's their faith? How small is your faith if you think Donald Trump's the biggest problem you have in your life? If you think getting rid of Donald Trump's going to fix things, who was going to make it better? Jeb Bush? Did you really think Jeb Bush was going to be the guy? Even Ted Cruz, who was my first pick for president. Even Ted Cruz. He's a person. He's as flawed as anybody else. And the amount of stuff that he'd be able to get done for America would be limited because of our system of government. So these evangelicals who are freaking out about Donald Trump and critical of other evangelicals like me who support him, and once he became the nominee, I did, these evangelicals have got to drop this. And they have got to get back to reading their Bibles and understanding that God puts people in places for a reason at certain times, sometimes to bless a nation, sometimes to discipline a nation. Ultimately, right now, things are pretty good. How long will they stay that way? I don't know. There are people who predict a recession in 2020. I don't know if it's going to happen, but guess what? I've been through other recessions. Most of us have. And if you go through it again, you go through it again. God's going to take care of me, not Donald Trump. Not some job, not some employer, not some whatever business, not some industry. God's going to take care of me. God always takes care of me. You live your life as unto the Lord. You do the best you possibly can with your life, and God will look out for you regardless of who's the president, regardless of who the boss is at work, regardless of who's in charge of anything. Listen, there are people on our city council, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for the voters of Las Vegas that there are members of our city council who are actually on their county commission. I could go on a whole rant about the people I think in this state, just Nevada, who were in office. It's embarrassing some of the people who are just stupid, incompetent, or evil, or a combination of. Guess what? I'm not freaking out. Because I know that God's got it. I never put my trust in these people. I never focus on them. I focus on him. That's what you should do. Don't forget to join me for my weekday live show, 670 AM KMZQ, weekdays 9 AM to 10 AM. And coming up on July 4th, which is Wednesday, 
I'm going to be off that day, but I'm going to share with you a conversation I had last week with an expert on dirty electricity. That's the kind of electricity that comes out of your cell phones, your cordless phones, cell towers, baby monitors, all those things which are a huge problem in all of our lives. People are getting cancer from things like keeping their phones on their hips or in their pockets or next to their heads. And it's a real problem. I, I had an expert on last week. His name is Bill Cadwallader. So if you missed that conversation, you can catch it on July 4th. We're going to run a best of on that date. Uh, but every other day I'm live, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., 6.70 a.m., KMZQ. You can follow me at HeidiHarris.com, Twitter Heidi Harris Show, Facebook Heidi Harris Show, where I put podcasts and also blog posts. And I've been putting some excerpts of my new book, Don't Pat Me on the Head is the title of it. And I'm putting some book excerpts up there, which people are really enjoying. So it gives you an idea of what the book's about. No, it's not just about me and my life. It's about a lot of other things, behind the scenes, stories in radio, career advice, all kinds of stuff. So check those out at HeidiHarris.com. And don't forget, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott. <laughs>